Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. How many times have you deeply desired something, set an intention, but failed to execute and achieve it? We promise you, you're not alone. As they say, a goal without a plan is just a wish. Without a roadmap, the path isn't clear, so no wonder that motivation dwindles. In this episode, we share the process we use to manifest our dreams and help our clients do the same. What's more, we're going to share two magical elements that most vision planning fails to utilise. Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. James here. And Claire, welcome to the Midlife Mentors podcast. It's lovely to have you back. It certainly is. And if you are joining us in real time, then we're in that strange period between Christmas and New Year. I've got no idea what day it is. (laughs) The days kind of melt into each other. (laughs) Well, we thought it'd be the perfect time to do a podcast all about setting a vision for the year ahead. Indeed, we're, we're going to be discussing the importance of having a vision and actually why so many, when we set resolutions at the beginning of the year, why so many of us, I hate to use this word, do fail and we're going to go through the reasons why. We can't wait to share this stuff with you. Um, but before we do, yes, um, let's tell you what we've been up to. Yeah, some big thanks in order because first of mm. all, um, thank you so much to everyone that's listening and everyone that's um, told their friends and spread the word because... We actually made it into the top 15, we think, of the alternative health charts in the UK on Apple. And it's the top 100 of the health and fitness, which is tricky to do. So thank you so much. And please do keep spreading the word. Absolutely. And if you are loving what you're listening to, please also do review because it makes a massive difference and more people can find us. Yeah. The other big news, that is literally news, is uh, we were in the Observer, which is a Sunday version of The Guardian, a big national paper in the UK. Uh, the lovely journalist Genevieve, who came on one of our retreats back when we could do fitness holidays. Oh, back in the day. Back in the day, here in Marbella. But she wrote um, a lovely piece on basically um, using exercise to help cope with the anxiety caused by lockdown. Mm. And we were, we were heavily quoted in there. And um, beautiful piece. Thank you, Genevieve. And it, it gave us loads of people. I mean, we're, we're, we've been inundated with people um, contacting us, emailing us, booking calls to get onto the Midlife Method programme. So we are um, really it's excited. Be a busy January. I yeah. know. And actually, just if you are interested, I might actually pop the link in the show notes to that piece just so you can have a read because it's, it's really, really helpful and lots of people said how helpful it is. 
So thank you, Genevieve, again. Yes, uh, and we hope you all had a great Christmas. Hope you're all getting excited for New Year's. Uh, and we know a lot of you will be thinking about making resolutions. Personally, we, we hate, hate them. the word. Hate, hate the word. Uh, I think there's a stat that 80% of people um, fail. Again, I hate using that word, but fail on their resolutions. But no surprise, really, because often we'll just make a kind of wishy-washy wish, really. Yeah, absolutely. And this is why I'm just going to um, let you know that if you are listening to this real time on Saturday, this Saturday coming the 2nd of January at 10am UK time, we know the importance of everything we're going to talk to you about now on this short podcast. We're actually running a live workshop to take you through setting your vision for 2020, health and happiness for 2020. It's really, really important. If you've never done this before, it's a no-brainer. You really need to join this workshop. It's going to be amazing. We've got loads of people signed up already. I will also drop the link to the, um, that to sign up to that Zoom live workshop um, in the show notes. So I'll pop that in here as well. Brilliant. Can't wait to do that Saturday. What a great start to the year. Well, it's really interactive. So we're going to be sending a handout out and everyone's going to be kind of doing the work because that's how you get results is putting the the legwork in at the beginning of the year and just creating a map out, a plan of how you're going to get there. Yeah. So I think it's fair to say that 2020 didn't go as planned for most people. (laughs) So um, why not take the bull by the horns and set a really inspiring vision for yourself for 2021? Yeah, absolutely. So firstly, this is something that we do do on, do do or did do on our retreats. And it was such a popular workshop. So we used to run this workshop on our physical retreats and found it really, really helpful. Would say the main reason people you know, set these resolutions, hate that word, set these goals, but actually fail to really make any inroads into them. It's because they haven't set out kind of um, targets and of how to get, they haven't set out a roadmap at all. And that's why it's not that you're not good enough. It's not that you're no good. It's not that your, your goal, your dream is completely out of reach. It's just that you haven't mapped out a real proper in-depth plan of how to get there. And here's the thing, It's not particularly sexy, it's not particularly exciting at points, but you need that in order to make sure that it isn't just a wish, because a goal without a plan is just a dream, it's just a wish. Exactly. I'd say um, even the people that do make plans as well, though, they miss the two elements of secret sauce to hitting your vision, which we're we're going to talk about in in a moment, I think. Yeah, absolutely. So why do we set goals? Well, it builds confidence. So basically, it breaks down the mountain into smaller steps. So I think one of the things we've seen so, so much in what we do and in ourselves is you'll set this target. You've got this big desire, this big goal, this big dream, as we should have, because life is about living um, the most extraordinary life and on purpose. So we've got these big goals... You know, in the health um, arena, for example, you might have like a really big health and fitness goal. You might want to lose some weight that you've never been able to lose. You might want to literally do kind of like a marathon. You might want to do anything. But actually, because you've never done it before, it feels really, really overwhelming. And here's the thing. Once, when you're looking at the big, big goal... When you don't break it down, it feels so unfathomable to you that actually you feel so overwhelmed and you quit really easily. Exactly that. Um, you know, I think the problem is a lot of us do fail to plan. You know, it's very, it's all very well to have a goal, but like Claire said, a goal without a plan is just, it's just a wish, really. You know, you might say, oh, I want to lose 20 10 pounds, kilos yeah. this year. But, and you kind of maybe have a vague idea about, well, I guess that would involve like some, some sort of cutting back on my food and some sort of exercise. But unless you start getting specific on it, 
you're going to doom yourself to fail at the start. So one of the things we do is use the dreaded SMART acronym. The SMART acronym. Now, this used to send me into a tailspin in my corporate world. I absolutely hate it. Oh, Claire, set your team some smart goals. And I was like, oh, please, please. But it was appraisal time, wasn't it? Oh, appraisal. it was just awful. Oh, At- let's make that smart. Like, oh, Absolutely awful. And I think I'm maybe... I'm going to <laughs> gonna go to the pub. I think maybe some people might have the same reaction as James and I do when you're talking about the SMART acronym, when you're setting your goals. And actually, therefore, you really avoid it in your personal life. So we're so used to setting goals um, in our work, in our career, financially, but actually, particularly with our health and happiness goals, we don't really look at them because it's almost like we're all gold out. Exactly. And this actually, although we hated it in the corporate setting, because you are, and we're going to come on to like the first secret source, which is, which is, which is, the why in the corporate setting you're not really emotionally attached to your outcomes it's like, like okay yeah maybe maybe your bonus payment or your team's bonus is, is reliant on it but it's not for most people there's not an emotional attachment to it so you get stuck on this well, you um, just think smart... it's going to happen you just think it's going to happen yeah. don't you all of a sudden your goal is going to happen but for our personal lives we definitely should be doing this because it does it does work it gets you into the specifics of the chunks to achieve which, the goal which leads us to the, to first, the S. first S to specific so, you know, I'd like you to think of a goal that you have right now around your, can be mental, physical and emotional well-being. Any goal you have, I just want you to bring that to mind right now. Have you got one? Good, good, good. So now we're going to ask you, just if you want to pause this, it's great. If you want to come back to it, it's great. It's absolutely fine. We're just going to talk you through it. So the first S of SMART is to be specific. The next one is to make it measurable. The A is to make it achievable. So all these times you're asking yourself the questions, is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it achievable? Is it realistic given the parameters of my life, of what I've got, you know, the resources I have? And is it time bound? Do I have a time to it? Because this is one of the things we see so, so often the most things is that it's not specific and it doesn't have a time attached to it. So no wonder you're willy-nilly, you know, six months down the line, you're like, oh, I haven't, I haven't done anything towards it yet. Oh, another year. Oh, another year's gone by. Because you haven't put any specific parameters around it and you haven't made it time-bound. Yeah, so going back to the example you used a, a moment ago, it'd be like, oh, you know, I want to lose... Well, I think I actually gave, it, gave an amount. I said, I just want to lose some weight next year. That is very... Wishy-washy, undefinable. What would be better is like, ah, oh, specific. I want to lose 10 kilos of body fat. Let's make it even more specific. Uh, that's the measurable part as well. Uh, is that achievable? Uh, if you're carrying that much weight, yeah, realistic. Yeah. Yes, what's the time scale for it? So, oh, I want to lose 10 kilos in a month. No, not going to happen. Yeah. I want to lose those 10 kilos over the course of the year. Mm. Yeah, doable, yeah. definitely. Maybe even less than that. So you start to like really drill down to, to make your targets and then you can start to build your plan around them. Absolutely. And we're going to talk to you a little bit in a minute about how the brain works in the sense that actually having that, like we said about the big mountain top, we need to break it down. You cannot just go, oh, this is when I'm going to do it by X time. You then need to break it down into like two-week chunks is what we normally advise people because... Here's the thing, the brain cannot really cope with anything longer than about like a two-week to a month period of setting goals. Also, once you set those little two-week goals, so we not often say to clients, 
just think of three things you can do in the next two weeks that are going to take you towards that big goal and tick them off. Make sure that they are also smart, Mm. that you can achieve them, that they are time-bound, that they are specific. Once you've achieved those, here's the thing. You are going to be reveling in confidence. Because you're breaking it down, you're going to be like, oh my goodness, that's amazing. I've built trust in myself. I've built confidence in myself. Boom. Now I can move on to the next two Mm. weeks, the next two weeks. And guess what? You're moving up the mountain without being obsessed and overwhelmed with the top of it. Exactly. I was also say celebrate the small wins. Mm. Um, a lot of us will tend to get derailed if we if we miss a target or you know we're slightly off. Don't let that happen. It's just straight back on the horse and keep going. But then don't forget to celebrate the wins as well. When you achieve it, go yeah, great. Absolutely. Even a metaphorical pat on the back. Exactly. So once you've done that, we're going to go through this in real great depth in our workshop, guys. So we're going to kind of scooch over some bits. Otherwise, we literally would have like an hour and a half podcast. But We also then want to start asking the question of why do I want to achieve this? What is it going to give me? How will I feel when I get there? Feel, and this is the key, is adding an emotional context to the result you want. Why do I want this? So go back, you know, if you said, oh, I just want to lose some weight next year, but you're not really bothered whether you do or not, you know, that's likely you're going to fail at that goal. If your physician says to you, if you don't lose 10 kilos in the next six months, you're going to be diabetic and and you could have a heart attack, then that is an emotional why to go and lose some weight. Yeah, absolutely. And let's not just use um, weight. For example, you know, often have people saying, oh, I want to start a new career. I want to start a new mm. business. I'd like to write a book. Okay, that's great. You've done all everything that we've just said. Why? Why? Because it's your, it's, it will always be because you want to self-actualize. This is, I talk about this a lot at the moment, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. We want Mm. to know the truth of ourselves. We want to feel fulfilled and self-actualized to be the best possible versions of ourselves. So literally when you dive and peel back the layers of why, Mm. why? Because I want to feel good about myself. Because I want to feel fulfilled. Because I want to feel happy. And it is a layer of things. Like, uh, we liken this to an onion, actually. You know, you'll ask yourself why, you'll get probably an immediate answer. But we recommend asking yourself the why question like oh, at right. least six times to get deeper and deeper. You really get to the emotional heart of the matter. Because that is what's going to get you up and keep you going. You know, when the alarm goes off at 5.30am and it's minus two outside. Or, to, yeah, to... And you're, or you're getting up to write the book and you just don't feel like it. You know, the why going, this, why do I really want this? That's what's going to help keep you going. Yeah, absolutely. Why is this important to me? And sit with that question for a while. Now, of course, that's Mm. all well and good, but life throws up surprises. Um, So one of the things we like to think about is roadblocks and how we deal with them. So we're not going to go too much into that here, but we just say whatever your goal is, Think about um, external factors, so things external to you that could affect it, you know. Socialising. Socialising, well, <laughs> well. Ho- hopefully again soon. Uh, if you have a, a job where you had to travel a lot, your, you know, your time's taken up with things, and you've got something time intensive you want to achieve, like writing a book. Family commitments, all know, these sorts of things. Things that you can anticipate and plan around. And again, we're not going to this in, in great depth, but there's, there's basically two types of events. There's the ones you can anticipate and plan around, like... Oh, every Monday I have to go to this thing, blah, blah, blah. And there's stuff life is just going to throw up. The stuff life is going to throw up. 
don't sweat it. That no. is just part of life. Exactly, and that's where we re- can really control our reaction to it. Mm. So we can't always control the external events that are going on. When we can, we need to plan around them. But when external events happen, we need to say, what do I have control over? I do have control over my reaction to it. We're all about that. But we're not going to go into that too much. What we're going to talk about actually is nothing will derail you more, here's a truth bomb, than yourself. Okay, because you are a bundle of habits, belief systems, and your self-identity will always, always want to pull you into the path of least resistance. So here's the thing, when you start moving towards a goal, we talked about this in so many other podcasts as well, you're going to come up against resistance because you're going to be uncomfortable. When you're going for something you've never had before, you're going to have to do something different. So your mind will be thinking, don't like that don't like that, I'm seeking pleasure over pain, I don't like that, that's making me feel uncomfortable. And here's the thing, you cannot be comfortable and grow because they are two opposing states. So there's nothing that will derail you more than that own internal stuff going on inside your mind. Yeah, we can't emphasise this enough. Listen, uh, where you are now is a result of everything you've done. If you want stuff to change, you have to do things differently. Nothing changes if nothing changes. But your subconscious is not going to like that because it wants to keep you in the familiar. So you need to get used to, to listening to that inner critic and dealing with it. Mm. Uh, and one of the ways you can do that is basically look at, first of all, your habits you have. Uh, and it's good to get a bit of paper and write them out. The ones that are going to be, uh, that you have already, that are going to be unhelpful towards achieving your goal. You know, We all if, have them. If we all have them. You know, If you're aiming to save a certain amount of money, but every time you go out, you find you like spending loads handbags. on clothes and handbags. That's an unhelpful habit. Um, so list those out. Also list out the habits you already have. It's really positive that are going to be helpful to your goal. So again, I want to say, that, oh, I do manage to put X amount in my piggy bank every week <laughs> or, or whatever. Uh, and then you identify you know, what could potentially hold you back. What is going to help you? And the ones that can hold you back, you can start looking at, like, okay, I'm going to pick the top three only. Mm. It's really important. The subconscious will kick back so hard if you try and change too much at once. Pick the top three, really think about them, and then pick the first one, only the top one that's going to be unhelpful, and transform that. Think of usually the opposite. What's going to be a helpful habit that I can cultivate that's going to cancel out that unhelpful one and take me towards my goal. Yeah, and the thing here is about bit, we're going to talk about consistency, but making sure that that habit is consistent as well. You can't just do this new habit once a week and go, oh, pibbing, no. it's fine, I'm, I'm doing it, and it's easy. Consistency, there's a lot of um, uh, research on habits. 21 days is often quoted. Um, it's, a, it's a slight fallacy. It can be anything on an individual or the habit and how deeply the old habit's ingrained. Mm. Anything from like 14 to 28 days to, to even longer. But the key is consistency. <laughs> Consistency, consistency from a neuroscience perspective what we're doing is actually building new neural pathways and the more we practice the habit the thicker they get so that information can travel easier and the habit becomes more and more second nature yeah it becomes familiar so the other thing is your belief systems mm. so having to think about what beliefs you have about yourself right now that might hinder and negatively impact where you're wanting to go towards your desire, towards your dreams, towards your goals. What belief systems might be holding you back? What do you believe about yourself? And another thing to then do is go, okay, that person that has achieved that goal, that desire, that dream, 
what would they need to believe about themselves? What would I need to believe about myself in order to smash that goal and make it a reality? Have a think about those now as well. So habits and belief systems, we're not going to dive into lots and lots and lots about self-identity right now. No. But here's the thing. James mentioned there about the, the habits. He started talking about doing the thing. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to tell you a few simple ways of how to start moving towards your dreams, your desires, your goals. So first thing is obviously to take action, do the habits, do the stuff you need to do, the physical things, the actual stuff you need to do. Start doing the actions. What we were saying is break down those actions into smaller steps, so two-week increments. Have a think about the three things you could do over the next do over the next three week, uh, two weeks that will take you towards your goal because this will build confidence and it will build trust in yourself. Be consistent with it. You have to be consistent, guys. You can't just... This is where most people fail with their goals is they just don't keep it up. Here's the thing. The rewards and the results will not come instantly. They will not come. They are incremental. They will come over time. It's like when you start going to the gym. You're not going to come or start working out, or start changing the way that you eat. You're not going to look in the mirror and go, oh my goodness, after two days, it's all done, it's all dusted. It's the same with anything. You yeah. have to be consistent before the results start to show. And I was going to say, just to add into that, just get going with it as well. Because there's um, research out there that shows the longer longer we delay starting, you might have done all this work, right? You've planned it all, you've broken it all down. Yes. It's like, you know what? I'll start next week. Perfectionism. That's, that's your inner critic. It's just another form of resistance coming up. It's your subconscious keeping you safe. And there's research out there. The more you delay starting, the more likely you are to fail. So just get going. And you know, a good plan executed well today is better than a perfect plan executed perfectly in a year's time. Well, if you haven't listened to the podcast from last week, you might want to listen to that because that was all about waiting for everything to mm. be perfect. So they're, they're the kind of doing actions, obviously making sure that you are acting in a way that's moving towards your goal. But the magic pill, the magic source, the magic to all of this, what do we always say? 80% mindset, 20% action. So this is where people miss their goals is they are not backing it up with the mindset reps. Exactly. And we're going to give you an extra one here which is visualizations. This is like I said, two secret sources. Yeah, the first one is actually getting into the emotion of your goal, like the why you want it. The next one is actually what we call future rehearsal. Yeah, James does this like so, so well with me, don't you? Every yeah. single morning he speaks out the, the rehearsal of our life and what's coming. Exactly. So you can convince your subconscious mind doesn't have a concept of linear time. So the more often you can be in your future state, in your head obviously and practice that and the more vivid you can make it but especially connecting with the emotion of it the more likely you are to see your goal so you could imagine yourself for example in six months time what does it look what do you look like what are you wearing who's around you uh what are the sounds around you what's the space around you look like how are you feeling inside and just practice that you are literally taking yourself to the future rehearsing the future and we do this every single Mm. morning it is so so powerful play out a day how do you wake up in the morning what do you do as soon as your alarm goes off play play it out rehearse it 
The other thing to do, as you always know, we're really, really fond of affirmations and statements. I'm just going to give you a few that I wrote out here, actually, that are going to help you build this goal into a reality. So one of the things that I, I say to myself is, as I take action to move towards my goal, my goal moves closer to me. Another one, what I want, wants me. And finally, my dreams belong to me and they will never pass me by. So those are three really powerful ones that I use along with the visualization, along with aligned action. Those statements are really powerful. Yeah. Uh, The last thing we're going to throw in here is basically just remember along the way to be grateful for whatever's showing up and and most of all enjoying the journey. It's really easy to get fixated on on the end goal or even the little checkpoints along the way and fail to enjoy the experiences you're you're having achieving it Uh, and that's really where the magic lies as well yeah you're not only valid as a human being once you have achieved what you want to achieve you are valid now you are enough now and you are doing enough now okay do not wait to be happy to be content to be grateful for your life when you get that to that magic point the whole point is the person you are becoming as you're moving towards your goal it's actually not the goal in itself it's who you want to be when you get there so just make sure you're enjoying who you are in the becoming part mm. well listen i hope you enjoyed that it was kind of a whistle stop tour mm. through through vision setting this is something we do on our program we've just done it ourselves as well we have we just did it this afternoon (laughs) Uh, and it's really good to go back regularly through the year and revisit this because the other thing is you know uh, we do we can start off with with a particular destination in mind but actually find something else along the way so it's good to continually check in and and see where you're going and if your if your goals are still aligned with who you're becoming because that can often change as well um as Claire said, we'll be running a workshop on this Saturday morning. We would love you to join us. It will be live on Zoom, yes. 10 a.m. UK time this Saturday. We're asking people to register and the spaces, because of the technology we're using, mm. it, it is getting quite full up, actually. It is filling up. It's really lovely. It's just a great way to connect and make sure that we're all building that vision together for a great 2021. But I'll pop the link in the show notes so you can join there. Um, and we just really, really hope to see you there so we can dive into this a lot better. We'll send out some worksheets, as we said. And we are wishing you, aren't we, oh, Mr. a Duke? very happy new year. A very and happy a wonderful year. 2021. Thank you again for all your support yes, and your love you. for 2020. And we are sending you so much love back. You've been listening to The Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under The Midlife Mentors.
Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalized insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.